Good morning, everybody. Mixed trade in the grain markets on Thursday morning as of the 745 pause in trading. December corn futures down three quarters of a cent at 339. November soybeans down four and three quarters at 909 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up two and a half cents at 524 and a half. December Kansas City wheat up two and a quarter at 451 and a quarter. December spring wheat down three quarters of a cent at 523. USDA released its weekly export sales report at 7.30 central time this morning. Corn sales, uh, 62,000 for this year and 7.23 for new crop. Uh, that was kind of toward the lower end of expectations. Uh, soybean sales, net cancellations uh, for the current marketing year of just 13,000, but 2.6 million for new crop. So very good soybean sales, but uh, as expected. And uh, wheat sales, 5.23, kind of uh, toward the upper end of expectations. Um Ethanol production, weekly ethanol production running 9.5% below last year's pace. That was according to yesterday's EIA report. So despite the fact that we've seen a big recovery in the weekly ethanol grind from the lows that were posted in April and May, we are still not fully recovered. And we've kind of stagnated here running you know, about 10% uh, behind last year's pace uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Gasoline demand is running 10.5% below last year. Uh, we're just simply not back to normal in regard to uh, driving habits, gasoline demand amid this uh, COVID pandemic. And uh, I don't know when we will be. Now, perhaps the silver lining here is that uh, ethanol stocks have declined sharply. They're back to pre-virus levels. They're down um I think 13% versus the same week last year. So that's something that could inspire some better ethanol production. But um, that's that's still one of the biggest problems that we have in this corn market is all of the demand that we have lost and continue to lose uh, because of this COVID situation. And, and it's not something that people are talking about as much as they had been. You know, a lot of the talk recently has revolved around the big crop and the big yields and, and that sort of thing. But we have lost hundreds of millions of bushels of, of corn demand uh, uh, via this ethanol situation uh, due to the COVID situation. And, and, and it's a bad, bad, bad deal. The Pro Farmer uh, Crop Tour scouted fields in Illinois and western Iowa yesterday. Uh, the Illinois corn yield 189.4. Uh, last year's tour estimate was 171.2, and the five-year average 182. So no surprise that that corn in Illinois is is better than last year, uh, better than the three-year average. Soybean pod count similar, uh, better than last year, better than the five-year average. Now in western Iowa. Um, Things not quite as as rosy here. We, we were below last year. 181.2 was the corn yield estimate um, in uh, District 1. District 4, they were 20 bushels uh, below last year. And uh, District 7, they were a couple bushels below last year. So it's been very dry in western Iowa. Uh, there's a pocket there that's, that's been in, in pretty uh, a moderate to even severe drought in some areas. So uh, that's being reflected. And, and same thing in the soybeans. So I think that so far the crop tour has kind of told us a, a lot of what we already know. There's a lot of good corn, a lot of good soybeans. Uh, Western Iowa, problematic because of, of dryness. Uh, be interesting to see what, what they see in Western or in Eastern Iowa today, uh, rather, uh, following that storm and, and the damage there. We should hear a little bit more about that. They'll also be in Minnesota today, and uh, that will conclude the tour after today's uh, uh, findings. China and the U.S. have agreed to hold trade talks in the coming days. This is according to uh, the Chinese uh, Commerce Ministry. They put out a statement basically, I think, every Thursday morning, and they said that there's going to be something here in the coming days. This is following that postponement of the uh, uh, August 15th talks that were scheduled for last week. So uh, we'll see what they have to say. China, again, sold 100% of the corn offered at state auction. Uh, Chinese corn prices continue to hover near multi-year highs amid very strong demand. 
Livestock numbers in China are growing. You know, we had the, this African swine fever deal, and that that really decimated a huge portion of the country's hog herd um, beginning in 2018 into 2019, and I think even into the beginning of this year. But now we're seeing recovery, um, and and that's something that's good for uh, demand for for corn, for soybeans, for everything. And and Chinese corn prices are up. It makes sense for China to import corn uh, from the U.S., and we hope they continue to do that. China bought some more U.S. beans yesterday. Uh, USDA confirmed a small sale, 192. 2,000 metric tons. That's about 7 million bushels for new crop delivery. These purchases, uh, Chinese purchases of U.S. beans have been very consistent recently. Um, China's new crop soybean purchases from the U.S. are the fourth best on record, I think, behind uh, 2014, 2013, and 2012. Uh, overall, a new crop soybean export sales, I think, are the second best on record. And, and after that report today, they may be the best on record. I'll have to uh, look at the numbers here. Uh, September grain options expire tomorrow. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. The uh, corn market itself, uh, we rallied Monday. We were lower uh, Tuesday and Wednesday and a little bit lower here this morning. Um, I'm worried that first notice day could pressure the market or perhaps cap rallies. First notice day is the 31st. So anybody with a September basis contract is going to have to price it or roll it uh, by next Friday at, at the absolute latest. So that's something that over the last several delivery periods has has been a negative factor for the market. And in a lot of those instances, we've rallied right after uh, first notice day. So keep that in mind. Soybean markets acted really well. I know we're a little bit lower here this morning, but uh, we've generally trended higher in the bean market really since April. And uh, we could even move lower here. We could move substantially lower down into, say, the 870s, 860s, November beans while maintaining an uptrend. So there's some room for for downside here in the bean market. And and we could do that and still kind of have a a good looking market as far as the charts are concerned. Wheat futures higher this morning. Overall, you know, the HRW markets trended lower since April. Um, We'll see if we can negate that trend here. Cattle market was higher yesterday. We've got a cattle on feed report tomorrow. Cash cattle was 106 to 107. I think it's some lighter volumes yesterday. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow is down 100 points. The S&P is down 15. Bonds up almost a full handle. U.S. dollars a little bit higher. Crude oil down 38 cents at 42.74 in the October WTI. Uh, Gold's off 26 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan, check out my subscription service. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you Friday.